1: And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships.
0: Please check us out online at CouplesSynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Couples Synergy. And please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples Transform their relationships for over 20 years.
1: You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of.
0: With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we are talking about check-ins. Yeah, connections, making connections with, with your partner. On a consistent basis. Yeah, consistent basis. Before we get into our topic, I wanted to read off a few reviews.
1: Oh, fabulous. Yeah,
0: we got uh, several reviews came in, and um, we really want to thank you out there for giving us the feedback, because it's really important for us.
1: we had another record day.
0: Yeah, yeah, over 1,200 unique downloads, which was really cool. In one day, that's awesome. So here's one uh, review, Great Relationship Podcast, insightful and relevant. Their topics truly help improve yourself and your relationships. Thank you, Russell. Thank you very much for that one. And Powerful Relationship Help. I'm glad to have found this incredible resource and know it is teaching me the skills I need to do my best to problem solve and be a good understanding partner in my relationship. Thank you, Zachary. Those you know great. what I like
1: about both of those? They both talk about the personal responsibility of being a better person in order to be better, a better
0: partner. What I like about them is that those are two males, two guys listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, most of our audience uh, is trending more female, but, you know, to have a couple guys listening and wanting to learn more and how to become a better partner, that's, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called Relationship 101.
1: One of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody. And a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it, the other one is not. And so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn.
0: Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long, with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. This is kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content it also includes bonus resources all designed to learn and grow together as a couple
1: it's fun it's insightful and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner
0: all of this course content is valued at over 850 dollars currently now it is priced at 387 And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101.
1: And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it.
0: So we wanted to talk about check-ins. Everyone knows it as check-ins, Right. I think that's a very common, you know, type of phrase check-ins to check in with your spouse, but I don't, I don't really like that. I don't like that term. Yeah. It it makes it seem like you're gonna get in trouble. Yeah, like you have to. I don't know. You have to like you're be being accountable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're being monitored or something, and that's just that's that's not the same thing as what we're talking about.
1: No nope. touch points.
0: Ooh, I like that. That's better. Touch points. Yeah. 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 Having consistent touch points on a daily basis with your partner.
1: You know, it reminds me of, we were in a, a cave and there was, you know, when you're in a cave, they mostly ask you don't touch anything because if you touch it, whatever's growing there won't grow anymore because the oils on your skin. Yeah. But they had this one thing and they say touch that and everyone that touches it polishes it over the years and it it's a way of uh, over time smoothing something out and that's kind of what we're talking about in terms of these touch points of connection and you know it almost seems to me like the little eyelets in it where you put your shoelaces you know yeah and then the shoelaces the not just the touch points, but the...
0: Well, if you think about every experience that you have, every stimuli, every person that you come in contact with, changes the trajectory of your life. It changes you. There's an impact that it is making on you. Yeah. And if you are having a lot of these interactions... And you are not connecting with your partner and your spouse, it's inevitable that you are going to become distant from each other. Right,
1: because that energy goes somewhere. Wherever you're paying attention, that's where the energy's going. And if it isn't with your partner and it's going somewhere else, well, that's not good.
0: Well, it's a difference between experiencing life and experiencing life with your partner.
1: Right. Mm hmm.
0: And so these touch points keep you you both evolving together instead of evolving apart.
1: I think this is why the number one complaint from couples is a lack of communication. Because the communication can't happen without the touch points. And when there's no touch points, it all starts to start to unravel.
0: Yeah, yeah. And communication... Most people think it's just words, and that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, you know, not just words, but nonverbal communication, you know, affection and proximity, you know, just being
1: even thoughtfulness, y- yeah, you know, like sure. leaving someone a note,
0: consideration, thoughtfulness,
1: or something that just lets you know you're thinking about them, even if. You're not even in the same room.
0: Yeah, these touch points, they don't have to be in person. You know, like you said, you could just write a little note, a little post-it, put yeah. it in your partner's, uh, you know, lunchbox. Do we, people have lunchboxes anymore? I think so. Do they?
1: Well, we were just somewhere, and it was a lunchbox they were selling. Oh, I was out with the neighbors. It's
0: probably antique.
1: Yeah, it was really cool looking.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, people people do people do brown bag lunches anymore oh well, I don't know we, yeah we
1: haven't been in that position a long
0: time no no that's that's interesting right
1: yeah you had that one client that would leave the licorice on his wife's car seat when she was gonna take a long trip
0: because she loved licorice mm-hmm. while driving you know and doing like a, a work trip and so he went and bought a bag of it and left it on the passenger seat so she didn't have to stop and Buy any.
1: And that had a little sprinkle of love on top.
0: Yes, it did. Right. And you had that one client where she would take a bite <laughs> out of the sandwich that she was making for her husband. For his lunch. For his lunch. In a brown bag or a lunch I'm box. Not sure. <laughs> this is this is a very I digress with a very interesting question. Well,
1: maybe people could answer it. I'd love to hear if anybody
0: <laughs> out there still uses lunch boxes anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, touch points. You know, one of the things that we talk about are the four most important times of the day when couples should be connecting and showing affection to each other. And that first time of the day is when Both people wake up or at least one person wakes up and it should, the day should be started out with an embrace, you know, just this show of affection. No words need to be said, but it's that connection there that starts the day off before anything else happens. It's a time to let your hearts talk. Yeah. And the second time is when the first person leaves for work. And that should be a parting ritual, just like a quick, you know, goodbye, kiss, hug, just show of affection. And then the third time of the day is when people reunite. And before anything else happens in the house, it should be started with. A show of affection. And then the fourth time of the day is when, you know, the couple goes to bed. And that, you think about closing the day out with a show of affection again. So you're starting and ending the day with this embrace and this connection and a show of affection. And how many couples don't even do any of those? A lot. Yeah
1: and it also leads to a very uh poor sex life if you are not having touch points during the day.
0: For sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Like so we're talking about becoming distant over a course of a day as you encounter different experiences in your life and then you come home, you ha- you haven't connected all day and then now you're you're supposed to connect. Right? It- I mean, you're looking at your partner like I had a whole day without you.
1: And I'm not sharing about my day. I don't know about your day. So where is the relationship? Yeah. And where's the energy that should be going into the relationship
0: going? And, you know, a lot of couples, you know, to their to their defense, I guess, or credit, I mean, they have kids and so they're coming home and, you know, the, the kids need to be fed and they need to be taken care of and then go to bed. And so then by the time they're actually alone to connect with each other, it's it's late and they're spent.
1: And they've had those touch points either with their kids or their pets.
0: Right. Or, or friends or coworkers.
1: Because we treat our kids and our pets and our friends better than we treat our partners.
0: It's a, you know, you kind of say it in a joking manner, but it's, it's unfortunately pretty true.
1: Because we behave better. We kind of take it for granted, our partner, and so we're not so careful or considerate. And I would say we treat our partner just a little bit better than we treat ourselves. Yeah. Most people don't treat themselves very well. The next thing would be their partner, and then the stuff that gets all the good stuff is outside of that. There was a, a comedian slash motivational speaker type person in the 80s or 90s, and she had this funny skit. But she would say, you know, wear the, uh, s- save the good dishes for company. Or don't use the good scissors, use the crappy ones.
0: <laughs> don't use the good scissors. Yeah. That was a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when you lived in a time when people sewed and people needed them for much more practical stuff, the really good ones were yep. used for fine cutting. And then you had the crappy ones that were used for the kitchen or wherever else. Yeah.
0: Probably because it was a, a pain to get them sharpened. Like, don't go in the
1: good room. There's, there's, people used to have a room they didn't go in. Oh, yeah, like the front room or something. Unless there was company. And they wouldn't use the good dishes unless there was company. So it's kind of like that idea that we've been taught to, you know, kind of put the good stuff forward when strangers are around and not so much when we are.
0: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as a society, maybe, we have been taught to give everybody else 100%. But the people closest to us, the people that we see on a daily basis, they get the scraps.
1: And I would guess a lot of our listeners don't even own things like china.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah.
1: We, we used our china last night. We have a little tradition when we trim our tree that we have eggnog and cookies. Yeah. And I served it yesterday in our crystal wine glasses and our good china from our wedding.
0: You didn't just serve eggnog. You made It eggnog. was delicious. Yeah. It was actually very good.
1: And if eggnog bothers you, I made it with almond milk and it was really delicious and didn't make you feel like that heavy, ugh, after you drink eggnog.
0: Yeah. It was really good it though. It was very, very good. Yeah. And
1: and I made it, when you make it, you cook it. And we had it hot. I've never had it hot before. It was very delicious. Very yummy.
0: There's a little uh, recipe tip there for yeah. all of you out there.
1: Mm-hmm. And use maple syrup instead of sugar to sweeten it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So three cups of almond milk, three tablespoons of maple syrup. Well, the maple syrup you, you mix into the four egg yolks. Mm-hmm. Four egg yolks, three tablespoons of maple syrup. And then I think it's a half a teaspoon or a teaspoon of cinnamon, a quarter of a teaspoon of nutmeg, and some vanilla. And that all goes in the milk and you heat it and then you put the eggs into the heated milk. That's it. Voila.
0: What? Voila. It was very delicious. It was very good. <laughs> yeah. So any of you out there, send us a little uh little note about how you like Jean's eggnog take, recipe. Put it in your
1: favorite glass and take a picture.
0: No. That yeah. would be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. And that would be a little touch point. That you can have with your partner. There we go, right? Share some eggnog together and, you know, enjoy the season coming up, the holidays.
1: Yeah, you know, there's a reason we bring a tree into our house and put some lights on it. You know, the tree is a conifer, which is an antidepressant. And the lights, especially if they're twinkly, those are also antidepressants. So, you know, we're going into the darkest time of year and most groups of people have some form of feast of lights around this time of year. Yeah. To get through the dark the darkness. We're almost at the darkest part of the year.
0: You know, I it when talking about these touch points, I, I think a show of appreciation is really something that comes to mind. Because what you're doing is is you are really recognizing what is truly important in your life and you know that is your relationship and you know there's there's so much other stuff that is going to happen during the day You have work you have obligations and bills and the kids got their activities and you know sure all of that stuff is important but if we don't make our relationship a priority then we lose focus of why we're doing all of those things
1: And it's a little bit that goes a long way. You know, in the same way, like, I'm always asking people, are you meditating? And they're like, I can't do that. Just one minute, just for one minute. Close your eyes and focus on your breath. And it will change your brain chemistry, and you'll think better and you'll feel better. Well, touch does the same thing to us. And sometimes, if you and I are going through something particularly stressful or emotional, feels like, ah, like a deep breath just when I reach out and touch you or you reach out and touch me. It changes a lot in a little tiny, tiny bit of time. And you can do it with a text. You can do it with, you know, right now if you're listening to this and your partner's not there, text them. If they are there, look at them and smile. <laughs> and you'd be surprised at how much that does for us because as human beings, That is one of the primary needs of a human being is touch. People that don't have touch do not do well in the world. And that's why they know that if you have an animal, you do better because you're touching a living thing. And the person who can shift you the most is going to be your bonded partner because we we regulate each other's biorhythms. And so if, if they're stressed and you touch them, you will help them calm down. If you're both stressed and you touch each other, you'll both calm down. I wonder if you ever touch each other and you stress more. No.
0: (laughs) I, I think that if you haven't been touching, if you haven't been showing affection, and there's just been this long period of time of no connection, then naturally, initially, if you start that up, it is going to be awkward. And there is going to be this feel of feeling of guardedness you know, that naturally is going to happen because it's not the norm anymore.
1: Yeah. You know, Eric Fromm in The Art of Loving talks about if loving is an art, then an art needs to be practiced. And you cannot be good at an art without discipline. And so some of these things don't sound so sexy and spontaneous and wonderful. And everything else we do, we kind of have learned an etiquette, right? When you walk in, you say hello to someone. We don't always do that with our partners. We don't hold that same etiquette line with our partners as we do with strangers. So, how are you? I'm checking in. How are you? And nobody cares how you are, but you say, Good, fine. I'm something, right? Right. And and we do that because acknowledging each other is a way of saying, Hey, um, I'm in this world with you, and if anything happens, I'm someone that's here. And that can be your neighbor, it could be a stranger in a store, whoever, because if anything does happen, who's ever around you, that's all you're going to have. And so having some etiquette around your relationship and your art of loving does require discipline, and if you use the discipline, you get better at it. In the same way, if you wanted to be a figure skater or learn a new skill you have to practice it and you have to practice it regularly
0: and you know hold yourself accountable don't don't be looking at your partner and and saying well i'll do it if they do it you know then you're at a stalemate and it just it doesn't make you feel good because now you you have these strings attached to giving to reaching out and to connecting and This is something that should be coming from both of you, from the bottom of your heart, from a place of of being voluntary, not something that's an obligation.
1: It really is a choice. And at one point in your relationship, you made a choice. You made a conscious choice to get married, a conscious choice to be a couple. And then we're just saying make a conscious choice to act on that and be disciplined in being in this relationship on a regular basis, because you know what you can't be affectionate with your partner without receiving it back. It's impossible to touch someone without you getting touched because it's touch. If I touch you with my hand, my hand just got touched.
0: yeah that's that's kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yep, givers gain.
0: Givers gain yes. and if you
1: consciously and I think I think I went through that this week about really consciously trying to be more present, and taking responsibility for my own self, my own emotions, and my own way of behaving in the world. And it's really easy to look at your partner and say, you know, if you just change, I would feel better.
0: It's, it's very easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. And it happens very quickly. And this world does not support staying present and staying focused. This this world supports being distracted and being disconnected.
1: Everything that's alive requires discipline. You have to water your plants. You have to feed the fire. You have to feed your pets. You have to take care of your kids. Anything that we don't take care of is death. It disintegrates. It breaks down. It falls apart. There used to be a show like What would happen after humans weren't on the planet? Yeah. And it it very quickly...
0: Starts to erode. Yeah.
1: And your relationship isn't any different. It's a living thing that requires care. And if you're both refusing to care for it, you're not going to have much of a relationship. And you might think you're a winner, but there's no such thing in a relationship as a winner and a loser. There's just two losers or two winners. And, you know, if you are in a relationship where you're given the majority of the time, that is a problem. If there's not balance, and that's something that you should have a conversation about, or maybe you're in an unhealthy relationship. So we're not talking about that. We're not talking about taking extra responsibility. We're talking about care and consideration for someone you love.
0: So take that time to create the discipline of touch points, in reaching out, connecting with your partner. It doesn't have to be anything huge. You don't have to bring home bouquets of flowers every single time. But find creative ways to connect, creative ways to let your partner know that you are thinking about them, that they are on the top of your mind, and that they are the most important thing in your life.
1: And you can do it in a really fun way too, you know. Flip some pictures upside down. Put your partner's shampoo bottle somewhere else. <laughs> like, don't hide it, but you know, just they would, anything that's routine, and all of a sudden it's somewhere else. They're going to go, hey.
0: There, there is this this couple that they are they've gone viral or something like that. Where I think he's a police officer, but he and his wife. They have these, this um, contest of surprising each other with these pop-out streamer, <laughs> like pop-out streamer guns, you know? Yeah. And so, like, they'll, you know, they'll be hiding in the closet and they come out and, you know, they come into the room and boom, they, they, they <laughs> pop this thing. So yeah. it, it could be fun like that. Yeah. You know, just create a game and, and just be creative and have fun together. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy and the topic of touch points. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships, and this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, or want to be guests on the show, email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couples Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship 101, the Home Study Course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, which is coming up in 2023, April 20th to the 23rd, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at CouplesSynergy.com.
1: And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
0: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.